Concrete is one of the world's most widely used materials. With its durable capability, it's been proven to withstand the harshest of weather conditions and uses, making it a mainstay in building and maintaining the world's infrastructure needs. Despite that, cement and concrete production is emissions intensive and the industry is turning to technologies like CCS to tackle that and further support climate goals. To talk to us about that and more is Claude Loria, who is the Cement Innovation and ESG Director at the Global Cement and Concrete Association. Hi, Claude. Hi, Ruth. Before we begin, do you want to give a background on what the Global Cement and Concrete Association does and its mission? Yeah, sure. Um, GCC mission is, is really about building together the, the sustainable world of, of tomorrow. And I think you you said it in, in your introduction, concrete is, is an essential building material. Um, and if we look at the, the bigger trends in, in the world and what we will need by, by 2050, and um, I will actually quote um, Secretary uh, General of the United Nation, Antonio Gutierrez, who, who actually welcomed our, our roadmap, and he said three quarters of the infrastructure that will exist in 2050 has yet to be built. And so without credible action now, a future generation will have no livable planet to build to build upon. And um, concrete is needed. We know we will have population growth. Um, and, and as I said, we will need that infrastructure. We need school, hospital, clean water, sanitation, renewable energy. Uh, we will need resilient infrastructure as well. And, um, and, and concrete is is the solution to, to that. It's an affordable uh, material and it has uh, amazing properties. You know, it's fire resistant, it's, it's disaster resistant, it has thermal mass, and also it's affordable, uh, which is also important um, in, in this context. But, but we have a challenge. We, we all know it, as you said, it's, it's energy intensive, but it's not only energy intensive, it's CO2 intensive. Um, because because of our so-called process emissions, seven percent of, of man-made CO2 emission come from from the production of um, of concrete. So we have a challenge, and this is where GCCA has a key role, and I think we have taken that role very seriously. And this is why um, a bit less, not than a year ago, we have released this this uh, net zero roadmap um, to actually, which is a commitment of our member uh, to deliver uh, net zero concrete by, by 2050 to the world. Yeah, it sounds like um, the association has a lot uh, a lot on their plate over the next coming years. But I mean, you mentioned a few uh, a few items that um, that the industry is involved in. Can you maybe give us an idea of how large the cement and concrete industry is as it relates to consumption and, and use? Well, we used to say at the GCCA that is actually, and actually this is what everyone says, so it's actually the most um, abundant man-made material on earth next, next to water. So um, this is to give you an idea of the importance of, of the material. It's really the backbone of the construction. So even many places you don't see concrete, but actually 
all all the basement or all the structure of a building is is often made of made of concrete. So it's really widely used material um, in all kind of application. Um, as I said, roads, um, to renewable energy, infrastructure, buildings, um, dams, hydro, power, uh, sea defense. So you really see it all around you. We actually have an amazing photo competition at the GCCA featuring um, use of concrete and it's called uh, Concrete in Life. So um, I would actually encourage people to, to watch all those pictures that actually also show the breadth of, of applications and in terms of emissions, um, you know, CO2 emissions are quite significant in the industry. So where does, were those CO2 emissions, uh, how is it being produced and why is it difficult to uh, mitigate? Concrete is, is the material that you see. This is the, the finished product. This is what you see around you. Concrete is made of, um, of water, aggregates, gravel, um, sand, but also cement. And cement is actually the glue. I like to say it's the glue of the concrete. This is what makes the concrete harden when um, we, we, and gives the hydraulic properties. And, and actually cement, uh, even in cement, you have the CO2 intensive ingredient that is called clinker. And, and this is where most of the CO2 emissions are generated is in the production of, of clinker. And clinker is produced from an abundant raw material, which is called limestone, and it's heated um, up at very high temperature in, in kilns, so in, in big industrial um, installations. And uh, we obviously need heat to, to create that, that reaction that we created, that fantastic, um, I like to say, artificial stone, uh, which, is, which is clinker, so we need to eat it up. So we obviously have CO2 emission related to combustion of, of the fuel. We can also talk a little bit about fuel substitution and how we reduce our, our fossil fuel emission in the cement industry. But that's, that's about 30, 40 percent of, of our emission. But the main part of our CO2 emission in the industry come from the decarbonation of the limestone. And, and, and this is what we would call processed CO2 emissions. So in the cement industry, energy efficiency measure or fuel switch won't suffice to get our, our CO2 emission down to zero. How exactly are, is the industry moving forward with, with mitigating that, the, the emissions from that process? Yeah, so in, in the GCCA roadmap, we, we have, and in actually most of the industry roadmaps, we have identified what, what the main levers are. Um, and, and I like to describe them as first, we have what I, I call efficiency measures. And um, those are efficiency measures um, in design and construction. So there are, there are savings to be made there in the value chain to use less less concrete in construction. There are also efficiencies in, in concrete production, which is uh, the, the, the last part of the process. We can also do savings in the clean care production. We can um, do savings in, in the use of clean care, uh, use um, substitute to clean care, um, to, to make some more um, addition uh, when we produce the, the cement. There are obviously energy efficiency measures, as I said, to try to even reduce further the energy consumption. There are fuel switch measure where 
cement industry is doing something very special, which is to um, substitute fossil fuel with um, non-recyclable, non-renewable, non-reusable waste. So, um, and, and also um, biomass from waste, which is a very interesting way to reduce our CO2 emission. Um, we obviously have decarbonization of electricity because we are also electricity user. Um, we can get there later, but concrete recarbonates, so there are some savings to be done there. But when all we have done all this, we are still not able to reach net zero. And um, we rely for 36% of our emission reduction on CCUS, so on carbon capture use and storage. So it is clearly um, one of the main lever that we are counting on to, to reduce our emissions. So you mentioned the the net zero roadmap, which was uh, that was released in 2020. Is that right? It was released in 2021. So it was released last year in, in October. So October 2021. In 2020, we released our climate ambition. And then on that, we, we developed um, a detailed roadmap. So how's the how's the reaction been since uh, the release? both from, you know, industry and uh, maybe policy, public sector partners that you have, or what what's the reaction been? The cement industry has a long track record of, you know, sustainability with the WBCSD, the Cement Sustainability Initiative, but um, GCC has been created really to lead the sustainability agenda, to drive the sustainability agenda. So this is really a drive by the industry. Um, to solve the, the climate, the climate agenda, and as I said, the dilemma that the world needs concrete, um, and that society needs concrete, but that we have this uh, this challenge of um, of uh, high uh, carbon intensity or CO two intensity. So I would really say it's industry drive. Um, our roadmap has been really, really welcome by uh, absolutely all all stakeholders and um, and it's good because we won't achieve this alone so we need collaboration this is where collaboration with with you the global ccs institute is important but also collaboration with all stakeholders collaboration with the value chain with the designer with the architects and then obviously also with policymakers because uh, together with a roadmap there there is a call um, for getting the right policies in place so largely welcome. Uh, we are even now taking it um, to, to the next stage because we have also uh, launched um, at the MENA Climate Action Week uh, an accelerator program now where, where we try to accelerate um, the development of, of Net Zero Roadmap, but also the development of the right policies and lighthouse project um, in, in different uh, key countries in the world where such roadmaps are not existing. So. We are really moving into action and it's um, we used to say now we are from uh, commitment uh, to to action uh, with all those net zero accelerators. When it comes to the roadmap, how are you maybe advising or how's the uh, the association advising those in the industries to perhaps track the emissions reductions? Are there certain methodologies or best practices? Um, uh, that you're calling that they take on? What, yeah. what is that process for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
think tracking is obviously essential um, and actually um, the cement sector has a unique experience in uh, CO2 monitoring and, and reporting. Um, and this is something that our, the previous organization developed together with our member companies. And uh, we have what we call the CO2 protocol that has actually now been turned into a, a sense standard and, and it's being turned also into ISO standard. And um, the, the CO2 protocol is, is a unique, very detailed methodology to, to monitor uh, and report emission from the cement industry and make sure that all companies do account for CO2 emission in, in the same way. And um, I'm always very proud to say that um, the, the protocol, the first version of the protocol was uh, released in 2001. So we actually have in the sector more than 20 years of experience in, in monitoring our CO2 emission. But even more than that, um, all, all our, our members are, and, and even some non-member company are reporting their emission in, in our in a database, uh, which is the, the getting the numbers right or not the GCC numbers database um, where, where GCC publishes data. Um, obviously, we still have and we are working really hard on, on um, moving also into monitoring of, um, of concrete. Uh, because this is cement, um, this is then more spread market. So we, it's not, we can't say we have ticked all boxes for monitoring, but at least monitoring the emissions and, and the main chunk of emission, which as I explained earlier, are related to clinker and, and cement, that, that we have the tools in place. CCS has been around for a number of decades now, so it's a mature technology. Um, but despite its longevity, something that we still talk about is the pace of, of deployment. So do you mind maybe sharing your insights on that? Uh, yeah, a roadmap is really net zero by 2050. That's easy to understand, um, but maybe important to say the sector has already reduced by 20% since 1990. And our roadmap forces um, actually doing the same in this decade. So it's another 20% and then it's even accelerating further down to zero. And why I'm, I'm starting my answer by this is that that, that the 20% and the additional 20% are probably going to be with, with the traditional levers, the one I highlighted. Uh, but to really accelerate, we will need um, CCUS and um, and um, actually, um, if, if I have to say, okay, um, we are speaking of um, probably one plant per week to be built after 2030 CCS, carbon capture plants, just to give you an idea of this, the scale um, of, of, of what we are talking about. And this actually means what I say is that this decade is really the decade to be ready to deploy. And you're right, it's probably 20 years. Everyone is speaking about CCS. It's probably less than 20 years that, that we see pilot uh, in, in the cement industry. I think the first um, SEMCAP project was probably about 10 years ago now. Um, and But what I really see, I could even see it before we published a roadmap is, is um, GCCA produces the map of, of the carbon capture project and uh, 
won't exaggerate. I have to say that I have to update this map now almost every week. Um, and now, so I really like to say projects are now flourishing. Um, many are, of course, pilot projects, but um, the GCC roadmap has a target on um, on CCS US by 2030, which is um, that our members have committed to 10 um, carbon capture, 10 plans where carbon capture would be applied at industrial scale. So that's a commitment that is in our roadmap. And uh, we were discussing this target uh, about a year ago. Um, and it, uh, it's then not too ambitious uh, or can we commit to more? It, it was a long discussion. I mean, I guess everyone working in an association knows how long it takes to uh, to have an agreement on those kind of numbers. But it's it's amazing to see that uh, three months ago, one of our member alone alone's announced more than half of this. Um, and and if I look at the map, um, we are really on 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 track, and and we will, I think, very likely achieve more more than that if I see the announcement that have already been made. So, so I think uh, we see a clear acceleration here and there is a clear momentum um, on, on the technology. Yeah, I mean, I mean, updating the map every week sounds like a, a very good problem to have. You know, it's, it's music to my ears. So <laughs> are there any concerns regarding CCS uh, that you see? Uh, with respect to it being able to meet its potential, I'm thinking, you know, more so commercial viability, you know, being able to build a, a business case. What are some, some of the challenges that you're noticing when it comes to CCS deployment and how do you think we should tackle it? There are obviously, I'm not sure if those are challenges, but there are obviously things to be unlocked. Let's put it this way, um, to make it viable and and thing I said it earlier, um, that's the case for CCS, but for, for other of the levers, we have attached to a roadmap uh, quite quite a few policy asks. And, and this is also on what we are working in our in our answer accelerators. Um, for for CCUS uh, specifically, um, yes, we we need to build um, the business case or, or more that we, we need the right um, policy signals for um, the business case to to exist and um, and we are actively calling uh, for for the push and the pull so our roadmap is saying we need carbon pricing we need carbon pricing and we also need a market for low carbon products um, so those are certainly two enabling uh, conditions um, to to make it a viable case. Uh, in the meantime, and, and this is most of the announcement we see, um, we need we need support to, to de-risk those first projects that are being announced. So there is obviously the whole question of of grants and, and financing of, of those first projects. So that's also going to help to demonstrate the technology waiting for for um, the policies to to be in place but then um, there, there are a lot of other questions and I think one one that seems key to us is is all the infrastructure story um, 
the, the transport, the, the storage, um, the renewable energy, because um, CCUS is not going to be uh, a free free ride on, on energy consumption. Uh, so that's, that should be highlighted um, as well. Um, and, and, and I think that there, yes, we need public-private partnerships. Um, we need to work more on the hubs and, and, and also, you know, do some more work on, on what I like to call the, the carbon capture, the, the CCUS um, ecosystem, uh, the CO2 circular economy uh, system and, and the storage uh, identification. So it, there are still a um, lot of, of challenges down the road um, where we really call for partnership uh, with all actors uh, in, in the CCUS um, framework. What are some of the unique opportunities CCS can bring? I think and I think that's probably a nice question to to conclude if if we are because I think yeah. we are coming to to the end. Um, first, first is really a cornerstone of our of our roadmap. Um, but and this is what we are telling more and more members is that it might be a challenge, but it's probably also an an opportunity. And I've now seen some studies where CCUS seems to be or cement doesn't seem to be the sector for which this US is going to, to be the most expensive. We have a plan. Um, we are now really up to speed and, and we are really um, working at very high pace uh, in the cement sector. So uh, I think that, yes, uh, this could be turned in, in, in a business opportunity as long as we have the right, the right policies um, in, in place. And um, and someone recently told to, to my members at, at our conference in Atlanta, was one of our speakers, who said, actually, um, the cement needs CCUS as much as CCUS needs cement. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a really good way to, to wrap it up. Big yes. Thank you, Ruth. That was really, really um, my pleasure to be with yeah. you. Thanks again for sharing all those insights with our audience. And I'm sure uh, there's a lot of takeaways from that. So thank you. Thank you. For show notes and more details about this episode and podcast, listeners can head to globalccsinstitute.com.